Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Here we are. You know, the bitch is back. And the bitch is me. And the bitch will always be me. So you're welcome for that in advance. So here we are. If you can hear the lovely hum of the leaf blower in the background, welcome to my daily meditation. It wakes me up. It puts me to sleep. It's just like a constant hum. You know, you think you might be having a psychotic break, but you're not. It's just the hum of the leaf blower in your brain. Like, I do not have a good yoga voice, but if I did, I would be like, now close your eyes and listen to the shavasana of the leaf. Wait, shavasana is a pose. Fuck. Hold on. I don't fucking know. I don't do yoga. I can't clear my brain enough for that shit. It's never worked for me. I'm willing to take pointers, but it's never been my life. So let's chat. Let's catch up. Let's, you know, I got to tell you what the 411 is. So recent updates in life, uncancer related, uncancer, not cancer related. That makes more sense. Thank you. I go to school. Um, I bought an espresso and it's the best purchase I've ever purchased. Not having a stroke, I promise. I guess I just can't talk today. It's the best purchase that I've ever made in my entire life. I have not bought coffee since I purchased this. And like all I have to say is you're welcome in advance. Fuck it up with the hazelnut muffin flavor or the caramel cookie flavor. Thank me later. Yeah. So because of the new coffee purchase in my life, um, I'm pleased to announce this is like a huge announcement. I honestly should have like a microphone and an award with this, but I'm pleased to announce that I have been shitting regularly. I will hold for the applause. Thank you so much for your support in this endeavor in my life. Um, you know, there was a lot of times where we didn't think we were going to make it to this, this side of the rainbow, but here we are. We regularly shit sometimes even twice a day. I know. I know. Everyone calm down. It's okay. I'm just as excited as you are. It is pretty fucking huge. I don't know whether to attribute this to just like the different kind of coffee or to the fact that like I'm physically less fucked up in general or to the fact that I've been drinking more hot coffee since I got the Nespresso. I am of the opinion, I will say, that hot coffee really gets the old intestines moving a lot better than cold coffee. I don't know if that's like an unpopular opinion or like minority opinion. I don't know. But that's typically been my IBS experience that hot coffee gets you moving quicker. However, when I got the Nespresso, I got a little bit cray cray with the coffee because I was like, I got to try all the flavors. I got to see what's going on. And the many, many, many cups that I was having, you know, it tipped the scale a little bit to diarrhea. I can't lie. We were on and off the toilet for like a good good couple of hours. Um, So yeah, that's not cute. You got to find the perfect medium. I've found that the perfect medium is one cup of hot coffee. And if I want to get like a little funky fresh with another cup, I'll do like an espresso shot with some milk, like a little latte action. And that to me is a happy poop medium. Not too much, but not too little. And you know, if you're shitting well, your life should be pretty good. I can't lie. So that's been a really positive presence in my life. 
what else is going on? Oh, I've started going to Soul Cycle again. So I did my first Soul Cycle class back and better than ever since being, honestly, since COVID, not even since being diagnosed. But a bitch has noodle arms, so I still can't do weights since surgery. So I sit there just trying to like dance on the bike. Um, it's not cute, but like it's fine. I'm gonna have such fat fucking flabby arms by the time I'm able to lift weights. It's not even funny. But like at least I can get a little sweat going. But like this fucking surgery bra that I still have to wear for three more weeks is the opposite of cute. And, like, I can't just wear a sports bra, which I normally would do to Seoul. I have to wear this fucking surgery bra, which Velcro's in the front. I look like a 90-year-old woman. I don't have saggy tits, so no one understands really what's going on. I've got sort of hair back, but it's a little patchy. It's uneven, so no one really knows. I think everyone's just, you know, walks on tiptoes around me. However, the endorphins that you get from soul cycle are literally better than any drug in the entire fucking world and i stand by that statement everyone needs to go to soul cycle and just go so hard that you think you might vomit or pass out and you don't know what's happening and you're confused and you're sweating and you're panting and you're like what the fuck just happened that's when you know you did soul cycle right the first soul cycle class i went to was in new york and i went after going out so i got home at like 3 a.m i'm violently hungover i get to the class i'm like there's a 92 percent possibility that i'm gonna vomit but like here we are we're surviving not thriving we're good so i go into the class i fucking die literally die i'm reincarnated as megan the stallion because I fucked that bike up so hard, it's not even funny. I was doing the dance moves I didn't know how to do. This bitch was yelling out terminology that I felt like I needed flashcards for. But I fell in love. It's an old love story. And it's a motherfucking expensive love story. Let me tell you that. Soul Cycle is that? Okay, hold up. Let's rewind. <clears throat> Excuse me, I gotta clear my throat for this. There are a few things that I am willing to spend money on. One of them is a Brazilian wax, because no one fucks with body hair. We don't like that. We need a clean La Cucaracha, and that's that. Soul Cycle is another thing that I'm willing to spend money on, because every time I leave, I feel like nothing in the world matters. I feel like I just snorted a line of fucking rainbows, and that nothing in the world could bring me down. I feel so good. No one even cares that I look like a hairy testicle because my hair is patchy on my head. Like, shit's good, man. Shit's good at Soul Cycle. So I've been back there fucking it up as you do. You know, I would say the biggest update in my life is that I'm 9 out of 25 radiation treatments done. But I gotta fucking say, listen here. Driving in to Boston every single day is like getting slowly stabbed in the neck and the last stab you're gonna be like decapitated like it is so draining I don't even know how to describe it and you wouldn't think that like driving is draining but I go every day I have y'all y'all I have a fucking prepaid parking pass to the hospital because I'm there so often that's like the club that no one wants to be a part of. Like, I didn't ask for this in my life. I was handed this. And, you know, I feel like having a prepaid parking pass should feel like power. It doesn't. Like, I don't want this power. 
And I have, you would think that like maybe I could skip the check-in lines because all the hospitals here have, you have to go in, be like, hi, I have an appointment, no COVID symptoms. I have to do that every fucking day. And sometimes there's a long line. And you know, that might sound a little bit high maintenance of me to want to skip that line. But like, I feel as though I'm under the impression that because I have this shit show at such a young age, I deserve to be constantly on vacation. I deserve to be compensated for my pain and suffering. I deserve a lot of shit that I don't get, as do every single other cancer patient. But like, come on, I deserve better things. I deserve to skip the fucking check-in line because my fucking COVID symptoms haven't changed from yesterday until today. Like, sorry, Maria. I don't know what to tell you. I'm still the same. I still have the appointment in the same exact place, exactly as I did yesterday. Yes, I know how to fucking get there. No, I don't need directions. Shut the fuck up and let me on my way. But I don't get to skip that. I have to say the same thing every time. And you guys, some guy yesterday, first of all, I didn't understand what he was saying because I had one AirPod in and my shit was playing, which granted, that's my fault. I own that. I own that. But he's like asking me my name, my birthday, whatever to check in. Then he goes through the COVID symptoms and he hands me my little sticker and says patient. And then he goes, stay strong. I was like, you're probably the nicest person on planet Earth. But all I want to do after you said that is kick you in the penis. I just want to kick you in the penis. I'm sorry. It probably doesn't have to do with you. It has to do with me. Like a normal person probably would be like, wow, thank you so much. All I said was, what? Because I didn't hear him at first. And then he repeated it. And I was like, thanks. I don't know what the fuck to say to that. Like it wasn't pity. But it also wasn't like this is a human You know, I don't think I'm making any sense. In my brain, it makes sense. But like, there's a lot of shit in my brain that's probably problematic. So it's okay if it doesn't make sense to you. But this poor man was probably so nice. And I just had, you know, there's some people behind their mask. You can tell they have resting bitch face. I am one of those people. And I know it. And I own it. And I accept it. And honestly, I respect it. I think there's a special kind of personality that has resting bitch face. And like, yeah, some are bitches. But some are the nicest people ever. They just look like they would kill you in your sleep. I think I'm one of the nicest people. But look like I could kill you in your sleep. And if you piss me off, I probably will kill you in your sleep. I don't know if that makes sense. But there's like a spectrum of resting bitch face people I feel but anyways so my radiation is is that those like it's really kind of interesting but kind of creepy at the same time you go into like the dungeon of the hospital and I have to sit there with my titties out this y'all everything before this was tits out for the boys but this is like next level so I walk in the first day they offer me a gown and I was like okay cool like this is normal I understand and the next day they didn't offer me a gown so I was like oh like what's going on and the guy was like oh you can just go in and take off your shirt we can give you a gown if you want but like just letting you know like that's what's gonna happen and I was like oh like what the fuck do I care I'll just go in take off my shirt you're gonna see it anyways like you lay there on this like It's like a surgery table with your arms up. So, like, your tits are plump and frump. I don't know what the fuck that means, but, like, they're out there. And all the nurses are going to see them anyways. So, you might as well just go in and take off your shirt. So, 
I mean, the list of people who have seen my boobs in this city have just continued to grow. And I just feel as though every day I should say, you're welcome. Because I got some good ass tits now. I got the fake tits. We got the implants. I mean, they're pretty pretty. And I just feel like I should say you're welcome. However, the biggest, biggest issue with radiation was I was told before that I could not shave my armpits during the entirety of radiation and I could not use deodorant. That's five weeks. I have radiation every day for five weeks. If you know me, you know my severe hate of body hair. But if you don't, let me let me tell you. I hate body hair more than I can even put into words. It makes me feel gross. It makes me feel dirty. It makes me feel not clean. Like, that's the same thing as dirty lids. Like, shut the fuck up. But, like, I need to be completely hairless. I need that. Obviously, except on my fucking head and my eyebrows. But you know what I mean. I hate body hair. So this was the worst news I could have possibly gotten. And you may think, hmm, isn't a cancer diagnosis worse? No, it's not. Not being able to take off my body hair is much worse. Because that is, like... That's, like, my thing. Like, I don't want body hair. So, basically, I went for the first, like, week and a half just shaving my right armpit because my left one was the one I was told I can't shave. So, I was a lopsided, hairy armpit freak. No one needs that. And then I go to my doctor for the first time. I'm like, listen, bitch. I can't do this. What the fuck? Can I shave my armpit? And can I use deodorant? Like, I stink. And I know I stink. And people around me were just being nice by not telling me that I stink. And she was like, dude, you can shave your armpits. You can use deodorant. Do whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, who the fuck decided that there were going to be mixed messages? This is not a love triangle. I want a clear and concise message of what I'm not allowed to do and what I am allowed to do. And something as important and vital to me as shaving my armpits, like that message needs to be fucking communicated. The long story short, though, started from the bottom, now we're here, I'm allowed to shave my armpits, life is good, but for a while, that was like, that was a serious situation. Um, it, w- it wasn't cute, you know? It was not cute. The most recent update though I would say is I shamelessly used my cancer card to try and get into this class that I want to take next semester and I would say this is the first time that I've really just plugged it in out of nowhere but like I'm kind of okay with it um basically I emailed the professor of the course like it's such a sick course I need to take it And I was like, hi, I'm interested in taking your course, but was told by my advisor that I need to get permission. And she was like, okay, sounds good. Like, I'm assuming you've taken the prerequisites for the course. So I was, I had taken one of them and that's the honest truth. And I responded, yes, I have taken blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, since my cancer diagnosis in April, I've not been able to take the other prerequisite. I hope that doesn't exempt me from taking your class. Whatever. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. So I pulled that shit out of my asshole, threw it in there, and I'm really trying to get some sympathy. I haven't heard back from her yet, but now if she denies me, like, at least she'll feel like a piece of shit instead of, like, both of us will feel like a piece of shit. But, like, I kind of want that solidarity and need her to be like, damn, I said no to the cancer patient or 
be like, shit, I can't say no to the cancer patient. Let's get her in this class. Fuck yeah. That's the goal. Um, Stay tuned if that works out because if that works out and I get to take that class, I'm going to be psychoanalyzing the people in my life more than I already do, which is very exciting and I can't wait for that. So that's what we're waiting for. We've got chemo next week, chemo number three, I think, and then radiation until December 23rd. So December 23rd is my Christmas present, ending this motherfucking shit show. Not fully, because I still have chemo until May, but we're ending the radiation shit show. One day I'm going to learn how to sing, and all y'all bitches will be done for. That's all I have to say about that. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you ate a lot of food. I know I was in a food coma. Probably gained 25 pounds. I don't really give a fuck. Ate some pumpkin pie. Fucked it up with some pecan cookies. I mean, vote of the day. Do you use pecan or pecan? Pecan sounds very bougie to me, and I'm not bougie. So, I'm a pecan bitch through and through, but mm, that's just me. Um, yeah, I hope everyone is thriving. Love you. Mean it. Peace the fuck out.